Okay. Uh, listen, thanks a lot for coming in today. Got a couple of couple of things we wanted to talk about one more time before the year ended. I uh, appreciate you taking some time out today to come in uh, and spend some time with us. Um, it's a really great time of the year, and I know all of us have been really busy for five or six months, and it's going to be a, a really good time for some of us to be able to spend some quality time with our families. Uh, we certainly hope that you and yours have a happy holiday season, and we just thank you for your loyal coverage and, and staying with us throughout the year. Uh, certainly hope everybody travels safe as you travel to wherever you're heading to go see family. So, you know, it's been a very difficult week uh, for us and our program here. Um, obviously, with the loss of a warrior by the name of Cole Hayden, uh, Cole had a true passion for several things in his life, but especially football. He had a great passion for that. Um, you know, just reminded me by watching some of the videos that Shanda's posted on her Facebook, uh, you could see the passion come alive for what he had for that game. And he touched so many lives in that short length that he spent here on earth. Uh, and I know uh, our hearts are truly broken for Shanda and Steve, but as they move forward, uh, we're going to be here to support them every step of the way. And I uh, just would ask that you can would continue to send your thoughts and prayers their way for that family. Uh, Shannon and Steve, we love you. Uh, anything we can ever do, you know we're here for you. Um, I know some of you have asked a little bit about, uh, you know, what's going on with uh, services, and there's going to be a celebration of his life Friday at 10 a.m. in Ottawa. Uh, and if you haven't need any further details with anything like that, you can certainly refer to Katie Lonergan, and she can help you with that. Okay. Uh, just before we get uh, into moving around on some new guys that joined us today that we're really excited about, what a great group of guys that we, we've added. I uh, just wanted to touch base on uh, having multiple players this year recognized in postseason honors. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong obviously is a, uh, a guy that was a unanimous selection. I believe it was the first time that we've had a unanimous selection here at KU and, uh, since we've been in the Big 12, which was obviously a great accomplishment. Really excited for Fish to be named first team uh, in that coach's poll. I thought that was uh, I thought that was tremendous for him. Man, just a, a great uh, a great example of a guy that just continues to persevere. And all he did was produce. That's the thing I loved about the fact that those coaches saw fit to recognize him is because he he did it week in and week out. Uh, posted great numbers for us, and uh, I know we're really excited for him. I think he's going to be moving into the, the East West Shrine game here pretty soon. So. We've got a number of guys that are playing in those postseason games, uh, seniors, which uh, that's a good sign. When you have seniors that are leaving and they're all getting invited to play in these games, and there's several of them, I know at least four or five right now that have been invited to play in one or, or more of those games, and uh, really excited about that, man. So uh, really excited for these seniors as they move forward, not only as they move forward in their football career, but as they move forward in their lives. They're going to be great members of our, our society, which is something that makes us as proud as anything. Uh, Mike Lee, I think, was honored today in a couple of different uh, publications. That was something we're really proud of. Uh, that guy playing at such a young age, uh, man, we're really proud of that kid and, and was really good to see that he was recognized for his play this year. Uh, so excited about him. Just a lot of guys that we have coming back, uh, which is going to be, you know, the future kind of looks bright for us when it comes to that because we've got a lot of guys that we can talk about. So it's going to be good. Uh, just want to talk talk a little bit about uh, our guys that we signed today, man. What, what a, uh, a great day for us. Uh, we've been able to add some really quality players uh, to our team. And the thing that I really, really take away from this is the fact that we're able to add quality players that are good men, that come from good programs, that are coached by great coaches, and have great families. Uh, and we've got to spend time with all these folks. 
but they're going to be able to help us now and be able to help us in the, in the spring and we start getting ahead by being able to get these guys on campus. And it just kind of goes hand in hand with what we've been doing here to get our roster back where we need it to be by getting those guys here and getting some training underneath them. Uh, several guys we signed uh, today. Uh, the first guy I'll talk to you about is a quarterback named Peyton Bender. Uh, Peyton actually went to high school in Florida, but he hails from Georgia. Uh, Peyton is a guy that played at Itawamba College, in a community college down in, uh, in Mississippi. Uh, Nick Coleman, great, great guy down there, coaches their offensive side of the ball, man. He, he was really helpful to us uh, when it came to recruitment of him, and I mean, just can't thank him enough for all the things he did for us. Coach DeBuck down there at Cardinal Gibbons was a great, great help for us, and I uh, can't say enough great things about this guy because of the people he's been around. He Peyton started his career at Washington State. Maybe a lot of you know about that, but he played under Coach Leach, and obviously we have a ton of respect for Coach Leach. He already has a very good understanding of what the air raid is about. Um, been able to visit with him quite a bit, and uh, he can pretty much step in right now and run our offense uh, without hesitation because he already knows it, uh, terminology and everything. So a uh, very talented guy. One of the things that drew me to, to Peyton right away was – his, his quick release. His release is about as clean and as quick as I've been around in a long time. Uh, there, I, I mean, he and I have talked at length about the guys he reminds me of when it comes to his release. And a quick release does a lot of things for you in this game, and particularly in this league, windows open and close so fast, and if you can't get the ball out quick, it makes a huge difference. So uh, we know that Peyton is going to be a guy that's going to be able to come in and compete for a job really early here. Uh, we, we need him to come in here and compete and push Carter right now. And uh, I know Carter won't give that thing up easy, and I know Peyton's going to want to come in here and try to try to win that job. So it'll be a great competition, uh, and it'll be a good good addition to our team. Not only is he a terrific talent, but he's a great great leader. Uh, I love his poise on the field. Uh, his his mom and dad, Mike and Kelly Bender, is as cool of folks I've ever met. We have, we've had so much fun recruiting them. Uh, I, I'm telling you, they they uh, they are great great family to add to our Jayhawk family. So. I'm really excited about Peyton getting here. Uh, he's been coached by some terrific guys, not the least of which, obviously, is Coach Leach, and, and he has a really good feel. He's already played college football in this, at this level in this offense, so really excited about him. Um, you know, Hassan Defense, he's a cornerback that we signed out of Kilgore College down in, uh, down in Texas, junior college. Uh, Hassan is a guy out of St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, he played at Atlantic Coast High School. Uh, man, got to go down and set with his mom and dad. What terrific people. Um, Got to spend some time. His his uh, his his, uh, his dad is a official in uh, some of the smaller divisions down there in the southern part of uh, the United States. And man, he, he has a lot of information and insight about football. So it was a fun visit getting to sit and visit with him and his wife. Uh, really good family here. This is guy gives us some length. A guy that can really run, uh, and a guy that's played against really high level competition when it comes to receivers. Uh, in that league down there in Texas, that junior college league. There's a lot of terrific players down there. We recruited a lot of them. Uh, and just watching him, he was one of the better players in that conference, if not one of the best cover guys that we saw in the, in the conference down there. Uh, really terrific uh, kid, and I think that he's a guy that is going to help us kind of fill that void that our two senior corners left. I think that he can come in and compete to, to win that job. So we were looking for that, obviously, at that position. Uh, J.J. Holmes, a big defensive tackle that comes to us from Hutch Junior College or Community College. Uh, Ryan Rhodes, man, what a great guy. Uh, he's been to our program over the years, and, man, he was terrific in helping us recruit this guy. Kenny Perry did a ter terrific job recruiting both these guys, Hassan and J.J., um, and really Ryan was really instrumental in helping us get that kid here. 
Uh, he is a good-looking 6'3", 235-pound guy that might be 255, or excuse me, 335-pound guy. He might be 355 right now. Uh, but man comes from a terrific family. I mean a terrific family. Uh, his dad, John Holmes Sr., and then uh, Pamela, both of them are terrific people. They own a tree-cutting business down there in, in, in Florida, kind of on the Gulf Coast. Uh, got to spend a lot of time with them this last weekend and been on the phone and been in their houses. And uh, Man, that, that is just a hard-working family. Uh, ten kiddos down there, and every one of them are part of that family business. And um, when he's home, he's working. And that's what I like like about this kid is that the, the home that he comes from. Um, his mom, just terrific lady, she works her tail end off down there. And, and then they built a really thriving business down there on that coastline. Um, and just so much upside in this kid because of the type of things that he was raised with in his home and, you know, obviously what, what Ryan brought to the table with him. Uh, Big, strong, fast, productive guy. Uh, great first step, uh, very powerful. We think this guy can be a guy that really can do some things a lot like Daniel Wise. The guy weighs more. He's bigger than Daniel. And he is strong, and he is very, very talented. Uh, man, this was a great get for us. The guy was hard to get. And uh, I thought Kenny did a terrific job recruiting this guy. Um, you don't get players without dudes that can recruit him. And Kenny Perry and, and the rest of the staff, man, Kenny Perry recruits his tail off. He did a terrific job on getting these guys here. Um, next guy that, that we signed uh, is a receiver that we really had a, a plan on from the entire way, and it was really the only one that the plan really worked. <laughs> we wanted to keep him under wraps. And uh, if it wasn't for Coach Wagner out there, it wouldn't have happened. But he did a terrific job in helping us. Uh, Rob Likens did a great job recruiting this guy for us. Um, Kerr Johnson is a receiver right out there at uh, Santa Rosa Junior College. And we were looking for a specific type of guy for a specific type of deal that we needed within our offense. Um, he was the guy that we were looking for. And we weren't sure if we were going to keep him under wraps or not. But with the help of Coach Wagner, he did exactly what he told us he would do. He helped us. And uh, today we signed Kerr. And not many people knew about that. And he is a terrific, very productive player. Um, this guy's about 5'11", 180 pounds, but he's got, you know, arms that belong to a 6'4 guy. He's got big hands. Uh, he reaches away from his body when he catches the ball. He's got a great catch radius. He's got terrific quickness. The guy can really run, and the first guy doesn't tackle him. And we're looking for guys that can run after the catch. This guy, you go back and watch his highlight tape and watch him pull away from guys, watch him running vertical balls and being able to stiff arm a guy while he's still moving forward. Uh, and watch how he splits defenders. And, man, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for guys that do that and guys that have enough speed and quickness to get open over the middle of the field. And he does it time and time again on his tape. He was a first-team all-conference guy as a freshman there. I think he was an all-state player in high school. Um, man, this dude flew under the radar, and I'm glad he did. Man, we're lucky we got him. I'm really excited about Kirby in here. I think he'll be a really productive player for us. Um, Next guy is a high school kid, Kyron Johnson, comes to us from uh, Arlington Lamar High School. Uh, Kenny wanted me to make sure that y'all know that that's his high school. He went to Arlington Lamar. So, uh, but no, terrific, uh, terrific uh, tradition at that school. One of the greatest high school coaches in, in all of the country, Eddie Peach, coached there for years and years and years. Uh, and, it, you know, he's got a number of guys that have worked down through that, that, that lineage, and Kenny's one of them. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, just a terrific player. Got his, his mom, Stephanie, has been terrific throughout this thing. Uh, Broderick, his dad, has been terrific. We, we spent a lot of time recruiting this guy. We got him committed in the summer. Um, when I think of Kyron, I think of blazing fast speed. 
Uh, he's gotten bigger. He's probably closer to 6'2 now. Uh, and he's probably 205 right now. This guy will be 230 pounds and he can run. And he's already got that length, which is really, really good. The thing that really caught our eye with Kyle when we went to a practice one day and he's playing inside linebacker and they throw a bubble uh, to the right, which is a little swing pass to the right. And he, he runs past about four defenders and just blows this poor kid up. And, you know, you see that play and you're like, you know, man, that was pretty good. And then you watch him the rest of the day and he is all over the field and he can fly. You know, he comes to our camp and he runs a low 4-4, high 4-3 on some clocks. This guy can fly. He can really run. And this league, it's about speed. So length and speed is what this league has turned into. And you need guys that can do that. He can not only be a, a great player inside because he's very strong for a guy his size, but he can cover folks because he can run. He can move lot side to side. Uh, he's a mid-year high school guy, so he'll be joining us in January. Um, we're going to like his guy, this guy. He's a very uh, mature young man. So uh, it would be nice to see him be able to contribute for us as a young player. Uh, we're going to need him. We don't have many guys that can run that fast on this team, period, particularly at that linebacker spot. Not many people do. That dude can run. So we're looking forward to seeing him play on special teams as well, along with Hassan. Uh, Kerr, both those, all those guys we think are going to be great additions to our special teams units. Uh, the next guy, Willie McCaleb, is a guy that we were, we, we've got on for, for a while. And Willie is a very dynamic player. He can do a lot of things for us. Uh, but he's a guy that we've kind of tried to keep under the radar for a while because we knew he was a dude that was going to be able to blow up. He was committed to Troy for a long time. And he went to Northwest Mississippi Junior Colleges. His coaches were very helpful to us. Um, you know, we've got a GA on our staff, uh, Micah Davis, who did a terrific job recruiting this, this year from within our walls. And that's hard to do for a GA. Uh, but he did a really nice job of, of doing what he could do to make sure we identified players. And he did a really nice job of bringing a couple of guys to us that we thought could really help us. Uh, Willie is one of those guys. We, we really needed a guy to play opposite Dorrance. You know, we're, we're losing to money and being able to find a guy that already has planned playing uh, experience at the collegiate level, and a guy that is dynamic enough to draw some double teams and some chips away from Dorrance. That's going to be critical. Uh, you know, that last game, they did exactly what I would have done. I would have chipped him the whole time, too, and that's what they did. So you, when you have that, you got to have a guy on the other side that can be able to be productive. Well, Willie gives us that juice off the edge on the other side now to do it. Um, you know, and I think when you see Isaiah grow, he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to do that, too. But now we just add some depth and a guy that is a uh, very sharp, very mature guy for his age, uh, man, I, we're going to like Willie McCaleb. He can run. He's, he's big enough to play, play that six technique for us and hold that C gap. Uh, but, man, the thing I really like about him is this dude can rush a passer. He can do it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Keyshawn Simmons, another Mississippi guy. Uh, Michael Davis and those guys found this dude down there. And uh, another dude that is – Man, I'm, I'm really happy he's here because he is truly a guy that can play six, a five technique, or even move down to a three, we think. Uh, he's about probably six, two and some change, and he's every bit of 285 pounds right now. And he might be able to get a little bit bigger. I don't know how much bigger we want him to get. Uh, but this guy is a guy exactly what we were looking for, for from a six technique. We're seeing a lot more tight end in this league, or at least some off-the-ball tight end stuff, and you've got to have anchor points in that C-gap, and, and man, this guy really helps us kind of answer that, that issue. Uh, and he's another very, um, man, very mature guy at a young age. Kerr Johnson was a qualifier for us out of high school, 
Peyton Bender was a qualifier out of high school. Really excited about that. The last guy I'll talk, talk to you about was a qualifier out of high school. So when we're looking at junior college guys, we want the majority of those guys to be qualifiers to help us uh, because we know they've been there and we know they're success-oriented. Uh, Keyshawn is another very mature guy that we're looking forward to having here. He's very athletic. He does a lot of things. He plays basketball. Uh, I mean, I watched that dude shoot the ball, shoot the basketball at our official visit. We had this little deal that we were doing, and, man, he's athletic. For a big dude, he's a very athletic guy, and he can, he can rain some threes. Who can hit him? But he can move. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to know his mom. Uh, you know, Stephanie was here this weekend. She was just as sweet as she could be. His dad wasn't able to make it, but... Uh, I mean, he's got a bunch of brothers and sisters at the house that are good folks. But, uh, man, we're really excited about him coming in here. He's a good-looking guy. Reminds me a lot of uh, reminds me of a bigger Daniel Wise is what he reminds me of. Uh, but this guy's really big and really strong. Uh, really happy to get him here. Once again, I thought Micah did a great job in identifying that guy. Uh, and then lastly, you got another guy we really needed. We lost two really, really uh, productive corners for us. And we really needed to replace those guys with some guys that have experience. We've had, we have some youth here, but we needed some guys that have had some experience. And Shaquille Taylor, we signed out, out of Mesa. And Sha- Shaquille actually is a kid that's out of uh, you know, the southeastern south, uh, part of the United States. He's down there from Florida. And he actually started for us. Uh, his first collegiate game was against South Dakota State. He was the, one of the corners for South Dakota State. And... Uh, just in talking to him, he felt like after he played that year that um, he knew if he could play as a freshman that he thought he could play, um, you know, power five football. And he wanted to have a chance to do that, so he transferred to Mesa. And he wound up going there and having a fine career. And he and I were talking this morning, and he was like, Coach, it's just so crazy. My first game was played right there on that field, and, and now I'm playing for you guys. And he was just so, he was so grateful to hear that in his voice is exactly what we were looking for. But big, long, tall, rangy guy. Easy, easily a six-foot guy, long arms, um, has plenty of weight on him, but can really run. Uh, has, has been very productive throughout his career. He started for South Dakota State as a true freshman uh, out there. And, I mean, he played in a lot of games for those guys up there and then did, had a really good career at Mesa. Once again, another qualifier out of high school that is something that was really important to us. I got to talk to his mom on the phone. She wasn't able to make it on the official visit, but I've talked a lot with Ulexa is her name, and, man, she's just a sweetheart. But uh, her mom, his grandma, came on the visit, Miss Gray, and, uh, you know, she is a, a real football lady. You know, her, her, one of her sons plays for the Houston Texans right now, so it's a very athletic family. Uh, Robert Nelson is who it is, and he got his first start this last weekend. So she left here and went and watched them play and got, watched him get his first start. So she was really excited about the, the, the weekend. Uh, I think she wants to come back and hang with us and, and eat all the good meals that we had because we had some good meals for them this weekend. But just terrific families. I think that's the one thing that sticks out to me about this whole group is every one of these kids' families really checks out for us because when we're going and recruiting and we're trying to add men to our program, we're not just looking at them. We're looking at their families too because that tells us a lot about them. And these guys, man, we have terrific families around them, which means they're going to be great additions to our team. Uh, we're really excited about this group. We think we got a lot of good ones in here. Uh, and the greatest thing for me is we got them here already. So we got a whole semester with them before they got to get ready for fall camp. And, man, that, that is, that's terrific. So I'm excited, excited about that. Uh, really good group overall. We actually addressed just about every need that we had at the mid-year. Uh, there will be some other needs addressed. 
uh, on that February date, but we addressed just about everything that we wanted to get accomplished. We were able to get accomplished, and my hat goes off to our staff. Our, our football coaches did a terrific job, but not just them. Our, I thought our, our, our support staff, Jeff Jordan and his group, did a, did a terrific job of turning over rocks all over the place, all over the place, to make sure that we could give ourselves the best pool of players to choose from. Because that's how we're going to get this thing turned around. Uh, you do it through recruiting and you do it through developing. So I know you guys got a bunch of questions, so let's take it away from there. Is it pretty important to you that all the JUCO guys be able to get here in the spring? Did you kind of just want to have that be the exclusive kind of arrangement? Uh, you would definitely like for that to happen. If you don't get all your needs addressed, uh, then sometimes you got to look at May if you really think you need a, need a junior college guy. But, yeah, uh, for us, the number one priority is always to get them here in, in, uh, in December or in January if you can. Uh, Peyton Bender could have gone to any number of uh, Power 5 schools. Uh, is there something that makes it all more significant that he chose you guys well, uh, you know, for us, obviously, it's, uh, it's flattering that, that, that he chose us because uh, he did have a lot of other options. He had a lot of other options. You know, the kid grew up in Georgia. He had, um, he had an offer from Georgia here late. That was his dream school, um, and he never flinched. Uh, I, I know for a fact that there was a lot of contact trying to be made through every avenue to get to, get to Peyton. And the great thing for, for us is that he never wavered. Uh, Peyton was here for the Texas game. And uh, from the time that they left, they left at halftime. Uh, but from the time that they left, I was getting texts from him with him talking about what a special place this is and how excited he was to maybe have an opportunity here. So uh, I think from that standpoint, it wasn't just them. There, there's any number of guys, that, people that were in the air raid, and, man, we all are looking for that type of dude. And uh, I think there was a lot of people that were trying to talk to him late. And, and he stayed with us. And, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the relationship that we had with him. You know, um, I thought a lot of our staff members got involved, and all of them did a terrific job. Um, you know, I, I really think what helped us is, is his family's unit is very strong. Mike and Kelly are as good a parents as you'll ever meet in the world. And... Uh, being able to spend some time with them and them getting to understand our family environment here, I think that really helped. I think they realized, because they spent a lot of time with us, realized that what they saw is what they're going to get. I think that was important to them. You, you mentioned that you want him to come in and push Carter, obviously, right away. Is it too early to know how broad that competition at quarterback is going to be or, or, or what you're going to do with the rest of those guys, or, or is that kind of have to play out before you can really know what's going to happen there. Yeah, it's it's too early right now, Matt. Honestly, we just, uh, man, really, I'm trying to get through today. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it'll be an interesting deal at all positions, not just QB. But, um, you know, we, we obviously finished up the year with some momentum moving forward, and I think, uh, man, Carter has a lot to do with that. That kid's a tough sucker boy. And, I mean, not, I mean I'm not going to say it publicly, before we play against a team because they'll blitz us every day and play and hit him. But, I mean, the kid could barely lift his arm on Wednesday before we played K-State. There was one play in particular in the game where his arm locked on him and he couldn't get the ball out. We were trying to throw a shallow to Steven Sims, and if we can get it to him, he's running for a long time. It was a third down play. But when he ripped his arm up, it locked on him. He couldn't get, he couldn't get it going. That's a tough dude. He played – that dude played through a lot of pain for the last two weeks. And 
that was very impressive to me and us. He did a lot of things with his legs. So, uh, and the great thing about you know Peyton and Carter is those kids are not afraid to compete. They're not afraid to compete. And you know Peyton's a terrific, terrific player, and he's very talented. He already knows this this position. So, uh, the way you get better is you have competition. So you got to have competition coming in. Uh, but you know, as we leave as we leave today, Carter left left uh, left that field as our starter going into the spring. But you know, you're only as good as your next. I've been saying that from the very beginning, beginning, and we're not going to come off of that. Tempo was very important to you, and it seemed to me, and you agree or disagree, uh, that when Carter took over, the tempo of the offense increased. Whether he processed quicker or whatever. Uh, are you able to judge Peyton Bender in, the, in that vein? How quickly he can process and keep the offense moving, bang, bang, bang. Right. I, I can only go by what I see. But as I watch the the, the footage from his time at Washington State, um, and just watching his footage from it at Itawamba, uh, I think there's no doubt, no doubt. I, you know, just in talking to the guys at Washington State. Um, you know, the the quarterback that won the job there, it was him and the other one that were fighting Luke. And that that competition, from what I understand, was very, very tight. Very, very tight. And they were happy to have both guys. Um, so I think that kid's really talented. You know, the thing, the key to tempo is first downs. you got to string first downs again. I mean, you can go fast for three plays and then you punt it. <laughs> and everybody says, hey, man, boy, that's a great tempo you got there. Yeah. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you got to put first downs together, and that's how you get tempo going. When you can't put first downs together, you're not going to have much tempo. So, the thing that I thought Carter did was our first down average per game went way up when he stepped in the game. When he when he took over against uh, West Virginia, our first downs turned into you know something that we could we could deal with, and that was important. That was important. So I think Peyton can do the same things. There's no doubt about it. When you look at Payne, does he physically remind you or does his style remind you of any air raid quarterback of the past, Graham Harrell or anybody like that? Um, you know, he's got a release. Uh, he's got a release that reminds me of a, a kid that played at Virginia Tech. Uh, he transferred from, from uh, Texas Tech. He started there. Uh, Michael mm, Brewer. Michael Brewer. Saw Michael Brewer play when he was at Lake Travis. And, I mean, until I saw Peyton Bender, it was the quickest, most efficient release I'd ever seen. I mean, Michael Brewer's release is as pretty as I've ever seen. I mean, kid won a couple state championships at Travis. This dude was talented now. Um, it didn't work out at Texas Tech. I think he got hurt, but he went to Virginia Tech and got out of the air raid, but he still played really well there. Uh, but Peyton reminded me, when I saw his tape and I went down and watched him throw, I was like, that's Michael Brewer's release. There's not many people that have that. Uh, the thing that that does is, man, it gets you out of trouble. I mean, he, there's so many times on his tape, he's about to get hit, and boom, boom, that ball's out so quick. That long release, you don't realize how much of a difference that makes. Uh, but he can get that thing out quick, really, really quick, very efficient. What's your, what's your assessment of his, his arm strength and his ability to throw deep? The kid's got a freakish arm. He can throw it. He can make every throw. Talented guy. Uh, I watched him make every single throw just right in front of me. Uh, he can he can do it. He can spin it. He can make every throw. Post, out, deep comeback, over route, post curl, hitches, quick screens. That ball gets out so quick on screens, man, that makes a difference on screens. The ball getting out quick. I mean, when the ball doesn't get out quick, man, those screens are dead. So he, he is very efficient, so compact, so efficient that the ball's out before you know it. And that's, that's something we're all looking for. 
Just from a bit different for you uh, when you evaluated Bender that you were able to go back and watch his Pac-12 film against the type of guys he's going to play against in the Big 12. Because you don't always get to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're evaluating a guy on a collegiate field in a Power Five conference, and you're able to look at that tape. I just go back to watching the tape against Washington. I think it was the Apple Cup, and, and it was one of his early starts, if not his first start. And just watching him move that team down the field and, and how poised he was, just how poised and calm he was as he's making, he's making dig throws over the middle versus three down and, and three backers in the box, which is not easy, and him putting the ball in windows and, and him being a true freshman, I think, at the time when he did it. I mean, he's doing things that you're like, Okay, this dude's a cool customer. And I think that's really what, what makes a guy great. Carter has that. You know, Carter's a cool dude now. He, he throws a pick six against Kansas State, and I'm wearing his tail out on the sideline, and he's like, hey, man, listen, we'll go to the next one. That's my fault. We'll go, go to the next one. And that's what you want to see. You want to see a guy that, that it doesn't affect him. It doesn't turn – one mistake doesn't turn into two. And I think that's kind of what I've seen with Peyton. Peyton does a pretty good job of taking care of the ball. I mean, his touchdown-interception ratio is pretty good. So that's an important deal for us because we have got to make strides in that turnover margin. And most of our turnover issues, as you're going to look at it statistically, you're going to see some fumbles, but a lot of those were on muffed punts and things like that. Uh, but it's, it was the interception problem. And uh, that's where we really like what Peyton did, and, and uh, we need to get the rest of our guys to that point. Just from a, a big-picture perspective, are you hopeful that somebody will step up and take that position earlier than, than last year? Absolutely. We'd hope so. We'd hope so. Don't know if that's going to happen, but we'd hope so. It's, uh, you know, the, 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 the snaps for guys will be they'll, – they'll be pared down. We don't have a lot of time right now. I mean, we're, we're, it's not going to be a not – a, it's not a wide-open race, I'll tell you that. It's narrowed down to just a couple.